It's time to get down to business on the weekend's number one business program. Known as the king of networking, your host, Shalom Klein, has worked with thousands of entrepreneurs and created countless jobs. So, to success, let's get down to business. We are all about small business jobs and entrepreneurship and business. We talk a lot about business here. You are on with Get Down to Business. And I'm your host, Shalom Klein. Remember, you can always download podcasts from Get Down to Business on my website, at ShalomKlein.com. And while you are there, don't forget to follow me on Twitter, at ShalomKlein. It's going to be a jam-packed week of content and information. You will not want to miss the live show. You can call into the studio at 312-642-5600. And, of course, contact our fantastic sponsors, Tandem HR, by visiting their brand-new website, TandemHR.com. Or give them a call, 630-928-0510. So we have a jam-packed lineup Indeed, a jam-packed studio as well. Some fantastic guests, and you're going to learn a lot about some very interesting businesses. And hopefully learn uh, quite a bit about entrepreneurship and some other great topics as well. But first up here in the studio is my good friend Becky Galvez from Shop for Ties, a fascinating company. Um, if uh, If you're like me and you love accessories, or even if you don't love accessories, but you love the story of an amazing family business, Becky, uh, you have um, you have your your family has been involved in this industry for, I believe, over thirty years. Um, welcome to the program. Thanks, Shalom. I appreciate you having me on here. Absolutely. So I'm always fascinated by family businesses and businesses with such a long track record and history. Uh, tell us briefly about uh, about your family and how you ended up in the custom apparel space. Sure. Yeah. So 1982, my dad um, turns down an offer to uh, buy a tie store on Michigan Avenue and decides to go on his own and do custom neckwear. So he opened it up in 1982 under corporate textiles. Uh, Back then, we didn't have the internet around, so he was advertising in airline magazines like American Airlines and United, Um, kind of pioneered the whole idea of going overseas, started in Korea, uh, manufacturing Neckwear in Korea, sending faxes, and that was the start of it in the basement of his house in Highland Park, Illinois. And many of those customers are still your customers today, but you have um, you are the CEO and you have been taking things to the next level. So tell us a little bit. I know it's more than just uh, neckwear and ties. I know these days you're also doing scarves and even Hawaiian shirts, I understand. So that's fun. Yeah, so we do uh, ties, bow ties, scarves, and about seven years ago we... We incorporated Hawaiian shirts, so it's all custom Hawaiian shirts. Everything we do is custom-made. It's B2B. Um, you know, our minimum order starting at 30 pieces up to thousands and thousands. So working with different, you know, companies and schools, and yeah, we're, we're doing it all these days. And you're probably seeing the next generation of some of your customers and clients as well. Definitely. One of our, our largest customers, a company out of Kansas City, um, who actually do all the promotional gear for Rotary International. So they're on their 100th year of business, but fourth generation son-in-law is taking over the company. So let's jump to that. So family business, I know your mom is, is still quite actively involved in the business. So tell us a little bit about the roles and responsibilities and frankly, how, how does that work? Yeah. Um, 
We've had to work through a lot of things. Uh, my mom is now the CFO, so she is my 50% partner in the CFO, and I'm the CEO, so very different roles and responsibilities. Um, after the passing of my father, it took a while to separate out who was going to do what and who was in charge of what, but she's taken a little bit of a backseat in the sense of doing the back of the house stuff, and I do the front of the house stuff. We've, we've worked through a lot, and it's it's we're at a very good place now. Uh, amazing. So now that we've talked a little bit about how the business operates behind the scenes, tell me why a company would want to use your services. Why would somebody uh, want custom neckwear? How does that help their brand and their messaging? Sure. So I guess if you could think about you know, the promotional products industry is a billion, billion dollar industry, right? Billions of dollar industry. Um, A lot of people want something that's going to help them stand out, create unity, um, proudly brand them. And custom neckwear is just another way to do that. It's kind of like a step up um, of a way to create uniformity, but with pride. So, um, yeah. What's the most interesting order you've received? Oh, wow. The most interesting. We we see a lot of interesting orders. I mean, everyone's tastes are so varied. Something I might say, I don't know how anyone could ever put that on their neck. We get comments back of like that made our event or that made our group or our team the most exciting and, you know, exciting team out there. Um, I I'm not sure of one, ah, just I one. You. you did stump me, absolutely. That's great. We see we see such variety in colors and designs and you know, what people are but looking for. But there's some for. pretty hideous ideas out there. There are absolutely hideous. Hopefully your customers aren't listening right now, but, <laughs> um, but, but, you know, creative and uh, uh, shop for ties, uh, Becky and, and your mom, the, the whole company. Uh, I know that you've had a lot of your folks working for you for a long time. I'm sure you've seen it all. Um, so are your customers good at staying in touch and sending you pictures? Yes and no. Um, okay. It's a bit of a struggle at times for, to get people to, you know, send things over. But every we get all this great feedback, and we've had customers like you know you said for decades and decades, um, and they're all really excited about. It. And I'm like, hey, how about that group picture that you guys took? Yeah, yeah, we're going to get it to you. And so it's a little bit of nagging, and then when they do it, they're really excited about it. I'm sure you have an eye for things that a lot of other people don't uh, don't. And so when you're traveling, and I know you travel a ton. Um, you notice everything on airlines and, and you notice things. So uh, tell me, Becky, where where do you see this industry going and where do you see, I guess, what advice do you have for companies that are out there, um, even smaller companies, um, in terms of how they can develop a brand? And feel free to go beyond the custom neckwear and, and Hawaiian shirts uh, of that. Uh, what branding advice do you have? I mean, I think one of the best things that my dad ever did was come up with a company that's very niche. So like there's a lot of companies out there trying to do it all, right? We get requests all the time. Hey, can you do our sweatpants or our shirts? And I'm like, no, but I have amazing contact for you who does it really well. And so this is what we're going to do and we're going to do it really well. So I would say one thing I've learned is don't try to be a company that does it all, but do what you do really well. Um, take care of your customers in that way and create really strong relationships with other companies where you become vital to your customers. You're not just a transaction, right? You're, it's really, really relation, relationship oriented. And they can turn to you and say, hey, now I need this. Can you help me out with that? And you do. You become a really important resource for them. Oh, that's great advice on two fronts. Eight great business advice, staying focused, and uh, certainly good networking <laughs> advice. And you and I have spent quite a bit of time talking about that. Um, maintaining your network constantly, knowing if you can't solve an issue, knowing who can. Um, it's 2018. So many companies 
are uh, spending their dollars on digital advertising, digital marketing. Is spending <clears throat> dollars on apparel still important? Absolutely. I think 100%. I think it's a way that it's not, you know, we're all digital, but we also come together and we go to events and we go to, you know, different get-togethers. And it's a way for you when you're there to create it that not, you know, to show it and not everyone is on their phone or on some piece of technology for you to be able to see it. But it, it really brings people together and creates a sense of unity that when you're together, it's like, oh, we're all in this. Or, you know, when it's the same thing kind of when you're at a conference or in a big city and you see someone, I was just at a conference last week and everyone, there was 2,200 of us and everyone's wearing the same scarf and it's like, oh, great. Now we can talk because we're all part of the same you know, group <laughs> and experiencing the same thing. So I absolutely think it is still important. Fantastic. Well, Becky, you have uh, a ton of advice for entrepreneurs, um, certainly a lot of advice on marketing and branding. So I do hope that our listeners can get a hold of you. We are running out of time. So I want to make sure that people can learn more shop for ties. Not hard to remember, but what's the best way for people to learn more about your business? Yeah. I mean, you can get in touch with us if you look at shop for ties. So SHOP number four ties.com. Uh, all of our emails are up on there. You'll find our Facebook and all of our other pages that way. And is there a final question? Is there any order that's too small or an order that's too big? There is no order that's too big. We fulfilled all orders into the tens of thousands of pieces, but the minimum we'll do on ties and scarves is 30 pieces and Hawaiian shirts is 50 pieces. <laughs> well, uh, get those orders going and uh, don't just order the Hawaiian shirts. Uh, take them and go to Hawaii. Uh, <laughs> we'll talk about uh, maybe uh, taking it easy in business in one of these upcoming weeks. Uh, great advice. Fascinating company. And I should have mentioned Chicago-based business. Very, very exciting. We love to support our local, uh, our local companies. Uh, Becky Ellis, CEO of Shop for Ties. One more time, if you could share your website. Sure. www.shop, S-H-O-P, number four, Ties, T-I-E-S dot com. Fantastic. And we'd love to have you back on the show to talk about progress in business and, and changes because you certainly, uh, there's nobody that knows it better than you and your team. So thanks for coming on the air. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, I encourage all of our listeners to get in touch with our fantastic sponsors Tandem HR. We call them our solution center for a reason. There are so many changing regulations in the Affordable Care Act, in everything relating to small business and hiring. And uh, you cannot, and I emphasize, you cannot try to solve all of those uh, regulatory concerns and challenges yourself. That's why you need to talk to the experts at Tandem HR. They'll give you a free consultation if you mention Get Down to Business. So give them a call, 312-642-5600, and check out their website, tandemhr.com. They have a wonderful blog, lots of great information. And uh, again, set up that meeting, set up that free consultation. Uh, you will not regret it. Um, tandemhr.com. Coming up, after, coming up after the break, we're going to talk staffing with Matt Fields. Don't want to miss it. Don't touch that dial, Chicago. You're listening to the show all about small business jobs and entrepreneurship. Welcome back to Get Down to Business, the show all about small business jobs and entrepreneurship. You can download podcasts from Get Down to Business and listen to our conversations again with folks like Becky, Matt, who's uh, you're going to hear in a moment, and so many other fascinating entrepreneurs. You could get on my website, shalomkline.com. It's a brand new website as well. So uh, lots of great podcasts from the past Three years, I can't believe it, three years of Get Down to Business. Check out the site, ShalomKlein.com. So I'm thrilled to have in studio uh, a gentleman who I've known for quite a while, Matt Field, who is now uh, the owner of uh, a Express Employment Professionals franchise in Chicago, uh, which means that you are helping companies find people for hard-to-fill positions, and you're helping people... Uh, 
find their find their uh, their strength, their talent. It's uh, it's fantastic. I know a lot of companies that uh, can use your services, but it's great to have you on the air. Matt Field, welcome to Get Down to Business. Thanks for having me. Uh, happy to be here, Shalom. Absolutely. So tell me a little bit about staffing in general. The economy has changed over the past few years. It's now actually really, really hard to find perfect fits for positions, isn't it? It's really hard. We are at a point with some very low unemployment. So companies are having a hard time filling their positions. Uh, that's where they really lean on staffing staffing companies like Express to do their staffing, to do their recruitment, because if they go and do their own passive search, they're just not they're not finding the right people. And what often happens is they're going through a lot of turnover. And if they're turning a position over and over and over, that's also costing them significantly both in terms of the recruiting costs as well as the production level. Fascinating. So tell us a little bit about the uh, about the companies that you work with and the positions that uh, Express uh, is extremely capable of, of working with. So Express can fill just about any position. There's 800 offices around the country. Uh, Express was founded largely on a light industrial platform. Uh, there are 17 offices in Chicago. Our office downtown doesn't really focus much on industrial work. Some of the other offices do. Uh, but our office, we deal with accounting positions and financial sector, uh, marketing, sales, legal, healthcare, uh, a lot of HR positions, sales positions, which are nuanced, difficult to fill, but we do a really good job at it. Clerical, really all the above. Um, so we have uh, a lot of experience with with helping companies find just the right person. We don't throw in front of them somebody who's not going to be a good fit. Interesting. And, the, and that dedication to quality, um, because bottom line, your customers, the companies that are uh, that are trusting you, they want it done right the first time. They don't have the time. That's why they're working with you. They don't have the time to try and experiment. They want a good fit. So I know part of your trademark is your relationships and your involvement on the communal level. So tell us, if you don't mind, share, perhaps this might be a bit off of Express Employment Services, but tell us why you've dedicated so much time to being involved and why networking is so important to you. Well, I've been involved in the community for my whole professional life. My uh, In my old life, I worked as a rabbi in upstate New York. From there, I came back home. This is home. And I opened a home care company, uh, which I still own, but my wife runs out of Northbrook. And actually, there were two experiences in that company that I think pushed me over the edge into wanting to develop into more of a staffing model. Number one was I used a staffing company one time for that company, and it was such a terrible experience that I said to my wife, I said, I can do a better job. And it left me feeling really bad about the the industry, feeling really bad about the experience. I don't want other experiences other companies to be feeling that exactly as you said uh, they don't want to be wasting their time and their money engaging with a staffing company if it's not going to be a good experience number two was on the other end we had an employee at the home care company it was a caregiver 
from South Africa, actually, who sent me a text. I won't ever forget the text. It was a long text. He thanked me for the job. He had been working for us for about two years. And because of the full-time job that we had given him, he was able to send money back to his family in South Africa. Uh, certainly gives a different uh, perspective on, on how we utilize our own resources. And that, for me, that felt really just as good as the work that we were doing for for the seniors and others who who really needed help at home here we were helping people find jobs who was able to you know, take some of that salary and help family across the country that must feel really really good so uh networking is important and as you mentioned, Express uh, Employment Professionals offices all over the country, many offices around Chicago. But because uh, because of the model, and you are the you are the boss, you are you are the owner. This is your reputation on the line. You have uh, those relationships with employers; they're relying on you. And I know that slowly but surely, you've expanded your management team to make sure that the experience for job seekers and for companies is as top-notch as possible. And no doubt, a company that's going to use you for one position, whether it's an admin position, will, if it's a good experience, they're going to contact you again. So uh, so that local relationship and connection is certainly very, very important. So as you've gone through this process, uh, tell us, and you don't need to use the names, but tell us uh, some success stories of, of some job placements that you're most proud of job placements that we're most proud of. You know, just what today, today's Sunday, just Friday, uh, we were supposed to have lunch with a client of ours and she had to cancel because she just had a administrative assistant cancel <laughs> or quit rather. And so she was filling several positions wearing multiple hats and uh, we were able to get her several really good, qualified, top-notch people within within an hour. Um, those are the things that we love to do. And we're able to take the stress level down and make people feel more in control of their own lives, their own jobs, when we're able to provide them with people, when they trust that we're going to give them somebody who can do the job, who can step right in, learn, and they know that the reputation for us means everything, and uh, and we're going to stand behind what we do. I'll go out on a limb and say that staffing is perhaps the greatest challenge that a business owner will will deal with, and people don't appreciate that. They think that you know, the the hard part is finding the clients, the customers. That requires work, but that's not the hard part. Um, it is finding qualified, competent people that will treat your business as seriously as you would treat them yourself. So, so Matt, um, you are an expert in staffing, um, both from, again, that other uh, from your other company that now your wife is running, but you've been there, you've done that, you are a business owner. What advice do you have for a business owner in terms of how to, uh, how to, position themselves maybe how to how to draft a great job description and how to maintain the culture to keep people you just mentioned employee turnover so i want to make sure we cover both of those two two areas yeah drafting a good job description is is something that should not be done casually i think it takes more than one person to sit down to really understand what the goals of are of that particular position uh to chart them out, to outline them, to really figure that out, and to put in that job description as well uh, bits and pieces of of the culture. In, in terms of finding a right fit, 
a lot of companies focus heavily on the skills. Depending on the position, skills can often be picked up. Obviously, a surgeon has to show up with, with the right skills. But a lot of other positions, some skills can be picked up. But if it's not the right culture fit, then they're going to see a lot of turnover. Uh, fascinating. Uh, great advice. And every single entrepreneur, mark my words, you will deal with these challenges. It's, uh, it's, it's actually a very tough economy to find good people. And that's why you want to work with somebody like Matt Field, who understands those challenges, having hired people uh, himself. And uh, certainly just, again, continuing that theme, uh, Becky mentioned it earlier, networking is so mission critical and there's nobody that gets it better than you. So Matt, we are running out of time. I want to make sure our listeners know how to get a hold of you. Uh, how can they learn more about Express Employment Professionals in Chicago and how they can work with your team to fill hard-to-fill positions. Sure. So they can always find us at uh, our general website, which is expresspros.com. That is the website for the entire Express Network. They could find any of our offices, certainly track us down at our downtown Chicago office. Expresspros.com is the easiest way. Fantastic. Expresspros.com. And uh, get a hold of Matt. Uh, get a hold of, uh, of Matt's team. Great networkers, great professionals. Well, we've got a treat for you. Coming up on the program, we have a wonderful group of wonderful professionals. We uh, are uh, bringing them here in studio as we speak. Get Down to Business is coming back after these quick headlines. You don't want to miss it, Chicago. Don't touch that dial. Welcome back to Get Down to Business, the show all about small business jobs and entrepreneurship. And I promise you a treat. And a treat is what we have for you today. I have a jam-packed studio. Uh, and uh, I'm welcoming the wonderful professionals or a, a sampling of the wonderful wonderful professionals of the Chicago Senior Services Network. Joining me here in studio, I have, and you'll meet them uh, virtually throughout the, uh, throughout the program, I have Leslie, Ifat, Elizabeth, and Sherwin uh, joining me here. And uh, welcome to Get Down to Business. Thank you so much. Absolutely. So uh, Chicago Senior Services Network, why did you form this collaboration of such wonderful professionals? And uh, tell us a little bit about the network and, and, and how uh, you are benefiting the Chicagoland community. We started um, with a group because I felt that there weren't enough. Um, um, we weren't. I wasn't able to find other services for my clients. And so I started reaching out to other people I knew that were in the senior, uh, work in the senior community. And then I thought, well, wouldn't this be great to become a resource to other um, seniors and their families, as well as businesses and corporations who also have employees who are looking for services for their employees, for for when they have a crisis with their family members, and also serve as resources for other um, professionals in the senior community. That's fantastic. So, uh, so you now have a team of the, and this is what you call it, the group of professionals that uh, any of us would want to turn to. Um, 
if we had a need for those uh, for those areas. So if you don't mind, uh, tell me a little bit about the other professionals. Uh, first of all, let's let's talk about who's here in the room and who's not here in the room uh, in, in terms of what uh, areas of expertise are provided by the network. My name's Ifat Bossi, and I'm a CPA that specializes in daily money management. I assist seniors primarily in completing their daily financial and administrative obligations. I'm Elizabeth Yuri. I'm a geriatric care manager and owner of Prime Life Care. I work with older adults and their families to help them navigate through the aging issues with dignity and peace of mind. And I am Sherwin Weissman. I represent North Suburban Hearing Service, providing hearing services and hearing testing to the Chicago community. We can do that in our office, and we provide outside services also. And I am Leslie Markman-Stern. I am the owner of Leslie M. Stern Design. Uh, I have a full-surface interior design firm, and a good part of my practice is designing for seniors and people with disabilities so they can age in place in their home. And Leslie, this was your idea. You uh, you are the founder of this uh, of this fantastic network, which I, I cannot emphasize enough. Really, is making an impact uh, in so many people's lives. And uh, briefly, uh, tell me a little bit about the other areas of expertise that uh, that you have in the network. And I know that you've worked really, really hard to vet out and make sure you are finding the best professionals. Exactly. We have um, three other. Um we have a realtor, Mark Rantis, who helps the seniors navigate when they can no longer live in their home or they have to downsize. Uh, we have Heather Lantry, who does um, in-home care with her, her company um, right at home. And we have uh, uh, somebody who is in the funeral business, a Faith Avner. And she helps people make the pre-planning for funeral arrangements. Wow. So really all areas are covered, anything that that folks might uh, possibly need. And uh, I love the term network. It's a word that, uh, that, that, that people think I overuse, but at the same time, it is a very important word. Um, you have that collaboration of a group of professionals. But tell me what goes on behind the scenes. Uh, tell me uh, about uh, do meetings take place uh, and and what other uh, what are, are you looking to grow to find other people? Yes, we do meet every month. Uh, we take what we do very seriously and we talk about avenues of helping older adults and their families in the areas that we are professionals in. And then we also have other speakers come professionals that come and talk about what they do. So we are able to sort of speak, put it in our back pocket so that when we're talking to our clients, we have professionals that we can uh, offer. So walk me through this. When a call comes into one of you in in your respective business, and I'm sure this is a almost daily occurrence, somebody talks to you and has a need for your services uh, individually, and you start to recognize and realize that there's a need, uh, a greater need, um, and there's a need for a referral. Uh, walk me through, is there a list of resources that, uh, that that you've worked on compiling? Tell me a little bit about how that, call it, for lack of a better term, intake process works. Okay, somebody calls, they said their mother fell. What do we do next? We, um, we have somebody in our group 
who can go into that home and evaluate them. And then we can have somebody else who can decide whether they can stay at home. Somebody else can check out their hearing. Somebody else who can move them. Bring it, and we have someone who is a geriatric care manager. Fantastic. Who, Leslie, I've got to squeeze in a very, very quick break, but we're going to continue the conversation with a wonderful team of professionals of the Chicago Senior Services Network. After this quick break, we'll be right back. Welcome back to Get Down to Business. So we are talking with a wonderful team of professionals at the Chicago Senior Services Network. And uh, we've, we've met them here in studio and beyond the, uh, the wonderful people here in studio, they are backed up by other professionals that are fantastic resources as well. And so uh, I'm already getting emails from people that are, that are asking the question of why, why Chicago Senior Services Network? Why, uh, what, makes, uh, what makes this network so special and unique? And no doubt it's the, uh, it's the stories behind, uh, behind and what goes happen, what goes on behind the scenes. So uh, if you don't mind, uh, if I tell me a little bit about the, the stories that make it all worthwhile. What I would say, I w- the way I would address that question is the beauty of our consortium is that not only do we reach out to others in our network when the, when the need arises, but we can refer our clients to professionals that we trust and professionals whose work we're truly familiar with. That's fantastic. So you've helped uh, a lot of people. First of all, when did the network get started? Five years ago. Five years ago. So in that time, uh, no doubt you've helped uh, a lot of people. And uh, and you mentioned already that there are meetings that are going on and you're constantly looking for uh, for as much talent as, as possible. And it sounds like I, I just see from what's going on here in the radio studio, you uh, you work very, very well together. You know each other's strengths and you know how best to work together. Um, and you mentioned uh, that Faith, I believe, uh, who does the pre-planning of, of funerals, that's, that's, that's unique to be able to have really from every step in the, in the work and in, in senior services to be able to, to have all of the tools and all of the resources together. So you, I, I, if you don't mind, pick one specific family, somebody that you may have gotten a call from and tell us sort of how that went and, and all of the, all of the services that, that might've been able to be provided. Uh, we, I got a call from a family because the mother fell. I immediately called um, Elizabeth Urie, and she came over, and as a geriatric care manager, she was able to assess where this um, senior needed to be, whether to stay at home or to move. She then contacted our realtor and said, let's decide whether we should move into a smaller space that is more accessible. He, He then decided, no, I think she could stay where she is. So um, with my services, I then did adaptive design and um, amended the bathroom so it was safer, put in lighting, grab bars and such. And then I, deci- then I realized she needed to have her hearing checked because she was missing out on many words that I was saying. So I called Sherwin and he did, um, his office did an assessment on the hearing. And then I realized that she needed to have her bills paid on time, so I called Ifat, 
And then Ifat realized that she needed to have um, a caregiver, and we called in Heather Lantry to bring in her services. There are many times when something is going on in a home where there's a change and the family really doesn't know where to begin. And so our group, as a consortium, we're able to look at all the different angles and make it very accessible for the family uh, to work with their loved one to make sure that they're safe and as independent as possible. That's fantastic. And um, I I think I know the answer to this, but... um, Sometimes people might contact you and they are, are they are already working with somebody, some professional. Um, how do you individually as professionals, but you as a network, uh, is that okay to you or do you, is it sort of all or all or nothing? No, that's absolutely fine because we all want to partner. We would like to partner with whoever we can because we'd like to bring in other people's sk- skills as professionals that we don't have to. Oh, that's that's fantastic, and that uh, that that approach. Shafat, please. And, and the most important thing is the client. Uh, absolutely. Bottom line, that's your mission, and that's what it's uh, that's what it's all about. It's it's to better uh, the the senior community, and uh, obviously, the reason we're we're having uh, this wonderful wonderful group of people uh, here in studio. Uh, all of you are top of your field. Uh, you are all respective. Business owners, you all have your own areas of expertise, and uh, we love to profile uh, business owners. Today, we're talking about the collective uh, services that are being provided, but each and every one of you ha- are well-networked, and uh, we've said that term on the on the air already many, many times today uh, here in studio, but uh, but you are all well-networked and, and have your own uh, contacts and your own people and highly, highly respected. The, the strength in numbers and the, in the power of, of the combined, I'm sure, decades of experience is what makes an impact for, uh, for your clients, uh, and that's why they turn to you. So I do want to make sure that folks know how to reach you. Um, what is the best way to follow up and get a hold of you? Sure. So we have a website. It's www. Chicago Senior Services Network.org. And we're also on Facebook, Chicago Senior Services, and services in both cases is plural. That's great. And I know uh, throughout, the, uh, throughout our time on the air, uh, you've been able to meet uh, so many wonderful people, uh, Leslie, Sherwin, Elizabeth, and Ifat, um, all wonderful professionals. Uh, through that website, uh, we want to make sure that you can follow up with any or all of the uh, of of the professionals uh, that we featured uh, here, uh, but whether you have a need um, with a loved one, or perhaps you yourself, or you just want to network and you just want to chat, um, this is a great opportunity. One more time, if you don't mind, share that website real quick. Sure, the website is www.chicagoseniorservicesnetwork.org. Well, we appreciate it. Thanks so much for joining us here in the studio. We'll be back with more tips, advice, and information coming up right after this quick break. Get down to business. Uh, what a fantastic lineup of guests. You met uh, so many amazing entrepreneurs, professionals, providing such wonderful services to the Chicagoland business community. And now it's time for your business tip of the week, which can be your daily on the morning show at 7.30 a.m. right here on AM560, The Answer. So this past week, one of my clients had an aha moment 
that will no doubt forever change their attitude to the phone calls that she's required to make. She spoke to me about this revelation with such clarity that I needed to share it with you and you need to share it with other salespeople and entrepreneur as often as possible. Most of my clients are juggling multiple demands. Making outbound calls is one of dozens of things that they need to accomplish each and every day. And whether they are salespeople, founders, small business owners, or fundraisers, the majority of them make these calls in order to book a meeting. In fact, many clients hope that I have a magic formula, which I don't really have, that allows them to make it all happen quickly. Again, I don't. Recently, when I was suggesting to one uh, participant of a, uh, of a talk that I did that he speak more slowly, he said, I talk fast because I want to get through the phone call, book the appointment, and get to the meeting. But here's the thing, that aha moment that I mentioned. The phone call is the first meeting. As one client of mine put it, I never thought about that phone call as the first meeting. I thought about it as making an appointment. In my mind, I knew and I know I really have to change. The phone call is the first meeting. It's the first impression. And it's where I need to make the connection and be present. Exactly. So pass that advice on. I talk to people about this all the time. And I think that so often people forget about it. And they take it for granted. They do a phone call as just a required uh, just a required step needed to get to the meeting to put something on the calendar. But I've said this so often on the air that first impressions are everything. And your phone call, even I'll go so far as your emails between meetings, are actually the impression that you are going to establish. Keep in mind, and I say this often, that meetings are sometimes tough to come by. Everybody's busy. If I met for coffee with everybody that I've networked with um, over the past bunch of years and I met with them time and time and time again, my liver, my kidneys would probably give out because there simply is not enough time and I just cannot do it uh, often enough. So I do schedule I'd say these days more and more and more often I'm scheduling phone calls and I'm following up on ideas, sometimes even without scheduling a phone call by email. And I know that many of our listeners on the air uh, tuning in tonight uh, have the same situation. So pay attention to every word that you send, every conversation that you have, every phone call that you make, and be careful about it. Make sure you're preparing in advance, not winging it. Make sure that you have detailed notes on the topics that you hope to cover. And mark my words, if you're doing it properly and you're and you're thinking things through, you're thinking about a strategy that each person that you're talking to is different than the person that you may have spoken to days prior, uh, you'll be successful and people will respect you. People will promote you. People will make introductions for you. Trust me, it really works. I've seen it time and time and time again. So uh, pay attention to that. Your phone call is the first meeting. Share that advice. Tell somebody else about it. Uh, we share many, many tips on Get Down to Business, and some of it is not even on the air. I post it all on my website, shalomkline.com. That's where you can download podcasts from Get Down to Business, the show all about small business jobs and entrepreneurs and get a sneak peek of who's going to be on next week on the program. And indeed, we have a fantastic lineup 
uh, of guests and entrepreneurs, uh, get on the website and you could listen to podcasts from uh, today's conversation with the CEO, uh, Shop for Ties, the, uh, the owner of Express Employment Professionals uh, in downtown Chicago, and the wonderful team of professionals of Chicago's uh, Senior Services Network. All of those links will be posted on my website. You could check them out. And be sure to check out our sponsors at Tandem HR. Give them a call, 630-928-0510. Check out their website, tandemhr.com. We'll be back next Sunday at 6 p.m. But until that time to success, let's get down to business. We'll talk to you then.